0: Well, a big hello to all the Morning Kicksters. This is Andrew Pitchford in the studio and really pleased to be able to be spending Thursday morning with you with an exceptionally special guest. And listen, if you're watching at the moment, whether it's on replay or live, we'd love you to get involved in this one. You've probably got some questions that would be ideal for our guest talking about uh, mental health, talking about men's health, and particularly during this pandemic, talking about resilience. So we've got a lot to talk about. Let's welcome to the studio, Philippe Oliveira and Philippe, not quite all the way from Brazil. We're going to get a bit of history on that one shortly, but thanks for joining us on the Morning Kick.
1: Thanks for inviting me, uh, Andrew, and yes, I'm excited to be here, and first time for me alive on social media, yes.
0: This is going to be a great conversation because uh, we know that 2020, the year we want to forget, certainly is is trying to stretch itself out the whole way. And we've had so much happen. People have had to adapt and really kind of hang in there. Uh, There's been work challenges, family challenges, personal challenges. So looking forward to talking to you about some of the topics here. But listen, let's get to know Philippe Oliveira first of all. And I'm really impressed because I'm looking at that sword in the background thinking I'd like to add that to my collection. Uh, Philippe and I were just talking, I've got superheroes and Lord of the Rings memorabilia behind me. But Philippe, let's go back and talk about your history because here's a guy who's a graphic designer from Brazil, landing in Brisbane, Australia, and now helping men with mental health and counselling. How did that journey come about?
1: Yeah. Well, um, everything started, well, I had a depression when I was 14, 15 years old, of age, and it took me like two years to, to get over. Finally, I got over and started dating, and then I, I got married. I got my degree in journalism between the time that I was working journalism. That was when I became a graphic designer. I always had a passion for marketing and, and visual stuff. But then at the age of 27, I, I had a divorce. And since when the divorce happened back in Brazil, I was, uh, I felt a little bit like coming to the age of 30 and my life wasn't what I was told that it was gonna be at my age of 30. Which looking now, I said, well, oh, I was so young and then still thinking that my world was, it wasn't fall apart, but it was empty. Yeah. But then...
0: And- isn't it interesting that we look at people from different backgrounds and presume what's happening in their life? I mean, we think of different national, national nationalities. We think of the French being the romantics, but we think of the Brazilian people as being alive, vibrant, the life of the world. But just like everybody across the world, we can face these life challenges, can't we?
1: Yes, we totally can. And as you said, yeah, the culture of Brazil is very much, as you described, But not everyone is like that. I I would say that probably one of the reasons unconsciously that I I left Brazil was because Brazil is too noisy, it's too much happy-happy, and I couldn't, uh, on a deeper level, I couldn't really, really cope with with such a being alive when you are actually not feeling to be alive, but you have to be all the time. That's the culture of Brazil.
0: So I guess there's there's a part of your personal journey but also you've gone and done a degree, uh, you've really pursued this counselling and had a focus on men's counselling. What was the attraction and how did that come about in the last few years?
1: Yes I am, um, and then that's when I decided to come to Australia 33 years of age, I was here in Australia and asked myself why I'm not I'm 33, why do I not feel like an authentic man, a man with confidence, with strong resilience and and then that's when I realized that, uh, that's when I start seeing a council. That's when I start going to a men's group. And I love the journey. I love the journey that instead of me kicking out my insecurities, I was welcome them and turn, be befriend with them and let them teach things about me that if I wasn't going to them, I would not know. And then I love that journey. And then that's when I realized that men don't know how to do that journey.
0: And we're pretty bad at it, in fact.
1: Yes, and then that's it, when I decide to become a counsellor and and do this work that I'm doing now.
0: It's funny. I mean, my wife of many years continues to give me a hard time if I just won't go to the local doctor to get things sorted out. And men have this problem. I reckon. Yes. I, I think it falls into one of two categories. We either don't know that we've got a problem, and we're blind to it or if we know we've got the problem, we're scared to do anything about it or reveal that we have a weakness in that area. Yes. Why is it? Why are we so frail and broken in that area that we can't face up to being men with broken problems?
1: We are not trained when we are younger, when we are in our teens. We are not trained to, to do what you just described. We are, not, we are trained to do the opposite, to hide our weakness but then when we get to 40s uh, and 50s it's like i on gonna be now i need to go to the doctor and then it's it's amazing the work that i've been doing women are the one who are actually my greatest source of referral yeah. and then they i don't have one client who doesn't come to me that it wasn't a woman who actually say hey you've got a problem you need to see a counselor and then that's Very- when they start to think and then they start searching and then they find me yes
0: Uh, Philippe, I came across you because you're getting active on LinkedIn, and funnily enough, there's a lot of blokes there who, um, because of what they're dealing with in uh, workplace, particularly this year, let's not forget that, very likely they're thinking business, but at the same time, they're coping with yeah. stuff that they're dealing with at home. And so yeah. let's let's point people in the right direction very quickly. So if you do want to find out more about some of the services that Philippe provides, particularly in Southeast Queensland and Brisbane. Listen, share this video, by the way. Um, I'm gonna put um, links and things mm. here on Facebook, but there you go. Um, if somebody goes to Counseling Men Brisbane, Philippe, what are they going to find on the website?
1: They're gonna find uh, information about what I call the authentic male journey the journey that you're gonna be able to befriend with the, 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 what you are seeing as negative feelings. At, stun, at first, stun, is negative feelings, but these feelings actually can actually help you to go through to whatever you're gonna go through. I call the authentic male journey because yes, at some point in life, uh, a great event happened in your life can be a divorce, can be a loss of a job, well, loss of a dream like COVID-19 is, is bringing that up in, in, in a lot of business people and that's the moment that you everyone needs to stop and start doing some deeper reflections. and on my website uh, I, there is plenty of short videos one minute one minute and a half that can start give you some some clues or, of, of where to go or at least to align your thoughts to get the answers and for the challenge that you are going through. And and mainly, Andrew, um, in my counseling practice, and then I've been searching a few other counselors who are as busy as I am. And we don't have many clients who are coming to me to really, really pay the counseling session to actually talk about the struggle that they they are going through the COVID-19. They are paying to see me because of the struggle that they have in the marriage in the job with, but it, if we talk about COVID-19, it's just for the first three or four, or five minutes. Yeah, But then after, why did you come here? And then they actually bring the subject, but it's never, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm not sure if COVID-19 is really making, uh, I do believe that human beings are resilient by na- by nature. I think the human being has a strong capac- capacity to to adapt and i uh, i'm applauding the human being because we i think we are doing well we are we are coping yes we are everyone is struggling but we are coping well we are helping each other i think so at least here in australia in brazil the situation is is completely different and yeah it's chaos and but here you know, good to see
0: philippe we've actually got uh david has been uh watching live good to have you with the show david saying he can relate to being oblivious that i have a problem yes. you know for men i think sometimes we're we're full speed ahead and that oblivious mm-hmm. probably just comes from the fact that we're centrally focused maybe it's on work or a project and uh-huh. then don't recognise some of the relationship aspects that come in. And Also, I'd encourage you to um, have a look at Philippe's page on LinkedIn and go and connect with him there where you'll be able to find out more information about some of the things that Philippe will be posting about. Philippe, I was talking to somebody that was saying that um, when it comes to the, what's been happening this year, it's not necessarily that it's the cause, but having those additional pressures maybe amplify something that's already there. So... so- for a man, how do we actually look at where our life's at? How do we take stock
1: of what's going on? Uh, now it's the part that no man wants to go there. It's recognize how you are feeling and then actually tell yourself out loud because men don't know uh, don't know much, as much as women do. Uh, they don't know how to speak the language of the I am feeling this. We don't do that in fact i think the whole world the whole business uh uh, industry we are encouraged to talk about oh i read in a book i read this author saying this therefore we're going to take that decision oh they think that therefore we're going to do this but how are you feeling about all this is this according to your heart is this the right decision to do it or are you taking that decision because you read in a book because that's how the industry works but then when you go to your heart, you need to be connected with your feelings, whether negative or not. As I said before, it's at first it's hard because so you don't know what to do with it. But the more that you get familiar, like everything else, the more we get familiarized with something, we're going to learn uh, ways to have a relationship with. Basically, what I'm inviting you to is uh, learn to have a relationship with your feelings and, 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 interesting? and live with it.
0: Our our women friends, our wives, our girlfriends, we use this word, they're more intuitive and that's probably comes from them being more in touch with their feelings. So for a guy, I I remember one of your LinkedIn posts, you were talking about, what do you think a men's group will be like? And I think that raises a lot of fears for guys that kind of like, I don't want to go and sit with a bunch of blokes telling them how I feel. So, so how do you break that up? How do you get past the, the stereotype and actually make it an enjoyable and productive experience for guys?
1: Yes. There is guidelines. The rules and the guidelines are, are really, really important. When they notice that it is confidential, whatever it's going to be said, that it's, it's okay. Uh, no one is going to talk anything outside the circle, outside of that hour the the other guideline is everyone here is talking from the i am statement and even though i'm a counselor the, when i do facilitate a men's group or a group process i'm not that counsel anyone but i am there to make sure that everyone is talking from the i am statement because this is the training and then of course everything starts if i am asking uh how do you perceive men's group when i mean and when i mention the word men's group what comes to your mind i'm the first one to give the answer and then i try, i'm always bring a very strong and vulnerable answer that incentivate them that encourage them to ask okay i'll step in I we really really talk about my feelings and, and then how i see and then when one does and then the other does and then it's like oh I'm okay, I'm I'm not that so fearful. There is other men who are as afraid as I am here. And that's okay, and then that's when it turns around. And the other one is, the first session is within me, but there is a center with some, as probably you might have seen, with some symbols. And then the first two or three sessions within me, but after the fifth or sixth session, it's not about me anymore, it's about the center. The symbol will start talking with their heart. And then when the men start talking related to the symbols that they will realize that they are actually, actually talking about themselves on a deeper level. That creates a more powerful and, and and way for them to start understand themselves as they are and not as they want to be perceived. Because That's in a business very good point. Yes, because in business there is a lot of this. Oh, I want to be perceived like this. So yeah. then I can get more money. So hang on now. And then I'm not against you being wanting to be perceived, but I am against you wanting to be perceived according to your full self. Once you yes, understand no, who not your you, true but... self is, yes, exactly. And then that's the major problem that I believe that the whole world, even before COVID-19, I think before COVID-19, the suicide rate was killing much more than COVID-19 is killing today's day and 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 to me, it's it's a loneliness crisis bigger than than covid19 we are going through a loneliness crisis. what disconnection crisis that's the real one
0: philippe i want to tell, talk to you about a couple of those points because so uh, firstly i've got a friend who's a broadcaster in the uk and he's actually working with the bbc at the moment on a friendship program basically saying that the community in the uk is suffering from loneliness And trying to develop us getting friends again but just before we go that knowing our true self we can be a better friend if we if we know who we are now we've all probably done personality tests and we found that there's so many varieties of us out there but let's talk about emotional intelligence for a moment what is that you mentioned emotional intelligence has been important what is it how do i work it out it's
1: very similar to what i was talking because once you start connecting with your feelings and with your own emotions you're gonna gain deeper self-knowledge you're gonna know yourself deeply
0: more real
1: yes and then even in situation this i'm talking by experience this happen every now and then that's every now and then uh, i feel like i need to be vulnerable and then i need to say what i think and then i know that and then Two or three, uh, a few seconds later in a business meeting, I am feeling embarrassed for what I said. But then at the same time, internally, I said, that's okay. At least I said what I need to say. And then I'm real here. But in a business situation, people, sometimes they don't take me really, really serious. Because they sense that I'm coming from a point of, uh, not from a business point of view. And the world is not prepared for that. But because I've done a lot of work on myself, I'm able to balance my embarrassment for on that one minute or two minutes. After that, I feel glad that I did because they know where I stand.
0: Philippe, you mentioned when we were we were preparing for this, also talking about the, uh, the human authenticity, which I guess comes through in what you're just saying. Yes. But you also mentioned to me emotional resilience. Now, sometimes as a men we think we harden up, we close down, yes. we don't cry. But what truly is emotional resilience? It's not that picture, is it? I
1: think emotional re- re- resilience connect really, really deep with human authenticity. And, and 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 yeah, it's a li- uh, what I was just saying here. It's to be able to go to your heart and speak from that from that area when it come to business. And then I do. I did have a few therapists who has been 10, 15 years, and then they asked Philip forget it. There is no heart in business. I. I don't want to believe in that and in fact I don't because if business are made by human beings, a human being doesn't live without heart, without emotional and and then emotional resilience comes for everyone going deep in their heart, accept who they, they, they really, really are, even if it is against the business industry and, and then to me is Emotional resilience, it's going to come when you actually uh, assume and you start taking decisions according to who you really, really are and and finding business. That would lead you to emotional resilience with the true and authentic resilience that and not necessarily, no, no, let's see what the the team, where the team is going through. And I need to take decision according to what everyone, because I need to be included because I need to to pay my bills. You can do that until you're 35, 40 years of age. But after 40, especially with men, that's when men need to go to the doctor. That's when the body starts. And it's not like 20. And then that's what, hang on, now I need to stop, make a deep examination. exam. That's what I like to call midlife transition. Not necessarily, midlife right. crisis happened when you avoid the transition. <laughs> and, and and But after 40, uh, you need to, uh, I believe, I believe, that's my opinion, man needs to stop and and, and work out what the true self will really, release really and start living. And then that would lead to human authenticity, uh, emotional resilience, and, and the, the stuff that we we are talking here now.
0: Philippe, this has been absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much for spending some time on The Morning Thank Cake. You. I think one of the things that we can learn from listening to Philippe is that It's really important for us to understand that life and our body and everything else is going to change as we get old And, and having an understanding of being in touch with who you are is going to help you go through those stages. An interesting thing just to think about, when you started the job you always wanted, you were filled with passion. When you started the business, that was your joy. It was something that you'd always wanted to go. There was joy. There was passion. Now, if life has started to kind of bevel off the edges and kind of reshape you and you feel like you've gone into a rut or you feel like that passion's died, maybe it's time to get back in touch with your true self again. And, you know, men, we don't do feelings very well, do we? But maybe we've picked up something from speaking with Philippe again. And keep in mind that you can pop along to his website at counsellingmenbrisbane.com.au. been great to have you here with us on The Morning Kick, and we'll be back with more probably next tuesday i'll see you there stay tuned on the facebook page for excite media or you can find us on linkedin